When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where are you, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to talk about the two-lane game. Ben, we are coming off the big win of Oregon and about to head to, to Tulane. How are you feeling about this game, um, even though I feel like Tulane probably has a good bit of confidence going into this one? Man, I, I feel so good about it. I'm so excited to be injured in hair for this one, Yeah, to experience the wideout, which I don't know the last time we did that, to have the tribute to Rob Bramblett that I'm sure we're going to experience. Yeah, I'm sure. And to maybe even have an E2C meetup, because I'm pretty sure that Kyle's going to be there. I think you're coming as well. Yeah, I plan on it. And so, uh, guys, look out on, on our E2C Twitter to yeah, see even if you it's can informal, meet up with us. Um, we'll be around well, the campus. Might be hanging out. You know, I'm going to get some Mike and Ed's. I'm going to have some Willie's mm-hmm. Wings. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic visit to the Plains, and I'm just so excited to see this team that I got to watch on the television in person to see the the magic that is the 2019 season uh, in the flesh. It's going to be great. Yeah, and this is an exciting season. I, I just have a feeling this one, just the way, like the way the Oregon game ended and the growth that we saw in Bonex, and I'm sure the other players grew from what a tough, tough first half that we had to see them come back uh, and pull this went out. Um, I, I feel like most fans around halftime were just like, I don't know about this. We're down by eight and Oregon's just pretty much doing whatever they need to and want to, um, to get points on the board and keep us from getting in the end zone. So both of those things uh, made it tough and and kind of frustrating. So I hope to get some of those things fixed in the, the two lane game and then the game after with Kent state to, uh, get those kinks worked out before we get into our sec schedule with Texas A&M. Uh, before we jump into like our full in-depth Tulane preview, uh, let's talk about a new segment that we're going to be doing uh, on this preview uh, for the rest of the season. So we're going to do an Auburn's fan perspective of the SEC. So we're going to be taking our orange and blue glasses, putting them on, looking at the SEC. I never take them off, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ben, you never do. I try to <laughs> at least keep one eye covered and then the other one try to like see it without them just to you know keep a level head but hey you're a barner and you barn hard all day every day (laughs) that's great um so let's look at the what happened in the sec over the last week uh so sec east and sec west uh sec east only three of their seven teams won last week what are you kidding me 
compare that to yep. the SEC West, six of the seven teams won uh, their games. Uh, ben, what what, sh- what did you see from this last week uh, from your orange-blue glasses of what happened in the SEC? Uh, I saw a lot of embarrassment for the East, and part of me, I would love to move to the East because we would own it. Uh, take that, Georgia. <laughs> but also part of me realizes the advantage we have by being in the West because we play the teams that do well year after year and don't ever lose to a Memphis or a Wyoming or a North Carolina oh, or wow. pay $950,000 to lose to Georgia State. Are you kidding me? Somebody got did, somebody Georgia paid. State had two wins last year. Wow. Mind you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at the SEC West, right? Six of the seven teams won. And granted, we know Ole Miss sucks, and they're always going to suck. They're probably going to have 10 years of rebuilding right now. <laughs> Ole Miss is in such disarray at this point, and that's fine. And Memphis is also a good team, even though their jerseys are ugly. Uh, shout out <laughs> to you, Clint Richardson, on pointing that out. Yeah. Uh, however, the East, three of seven, and the teams that they lose to. Look, Vanderbilt, okay, one of the worst teams, granted, and they lost to Georgia. So that's a pass. But... Missouri, look, you already are going to have a rough schedule because you can't go to a bowl game. That doesn't mean you need to lose every single game and lose to Wyoming. What are you doing? You have Kelly Bryant. What are you doing? <laughs> South Carolina, I'm calling you out yeah. because this isn't a basketball game, and you should have some respect. Absolutely. You play in the SEC. I don't care if you're in the East. I don't care if you suck. Come on, Muschamp. What are you doing? Right. You lose to North Carolina? This isn't a basketball game. Come on, man. And Tennessee, what a joke. <laughs> it's Tennessee, they should just completely cancel football this year. You pay you if, pay Georgia State $950,000 to come to your state <laughs> and beat you. Yeah. Did you the All right, some of the funniest things that I saw from Saturday. Go for it. Were looking at the Tennessee fans in their ugly checkered overalls <laughs> crying on the sidelines and in the stands. They know they're in for a bad season when you have your opener and there's not many fans in your stadium already and they're Georgia crying. State <laughs> won two games last year. They were two and ten. Uh, ben. And they beat you on your own field. Uh, ben, you're gonna have to stop me from laughing at this. <laughs> <laughs> this is comedy. This is comedy right here. I mean, look, we play in the SEC, the best conference in college football. And yet, some of the teams come out and lose like this. Unacceptable. Absolutely. And, and man, come on. Missouri lost to Wyoming. You got Kelly Bryant now. Like, I guess your defense just sucks or something. I don't know. Um, Why do we even got, let them gotta... in the SEC? <laughs> right? Let's send them back out. Send them to the pastures. We can Get bring someone else better out, in. For sure. And then, Heck, let's, let's bring we're at in it, a Pac-12 team. Well, and while we're at it, get Arkansas out. I mean, <laughs> like, hey, Arkansas actually won their game. That's true. I mean, this even past though they, week they did. probably should have lost, they won to Portland State. Who the heck is Portland State? Portland's Some... not a state. First <laughs> off, like, like, hey, it's right up the road from Eugene, Oregon. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. no one in that state won this weekend. Yeah, and, and okay, I just wanted to look at say like who does Portland State even play? They play Simon Fraser. Who the heck is Simon Fraser? Is it 
Kyle Frazier's cousin or something like (laughs) (laughs) started a college I guess so I don't know um I don't know I just thought that was very interesting that you know you barely won 20 to 13 and easily could have lost that one but yeah it's gonna be a long year for Arkansas it's gonna be an even longer year for Ole Miss yeah but Tennessee might as well just quit (laughs) quit while you're down just quit. <laughs> just curl cancel up. the season curl up and uh go into hibernation till basketball season because that's about all y'all y'all are gonna get in knoxville like i'm so glad i'm not a fan of tennessee but my brother-in-law is and i feel bad for him yeah i i do feel bad for them just because of the all the hardships that they have gone through but come on you gotta get your nah they deserve like, it <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> it's so bad um it's so bad. I mean, they should hire you... Fulmer again. Just bring him back. <laughs> Pay him four million dollars a year to come back and save you guys. Yeah, that'd be that would be so great. They need they need <laughs> a different head coach. They need one. It's already obvious. Like his seat is so hot right now. Just like Ole Miss's whatever his name is over there. That I don't really care too much about you know, Matt <laughs> Luke's or whatever your the, the micro econ guy <laughs> or that. Yeah. Well, that's I don't even know who the coach, coach is at Tennessee, and it doesn't matter because he's going to be gone after this season. <laughs> but his seat is so hot. He's like that little dog in the house that's on fire where he says, this is fine. Yeah. That's how hot his seat is. Yep, for sure. Uh, I think we we wrapped up the SEC and how it did. I mean, obviously, we had good games like Bama just kicking butt over Duke, but it took a while. It took a minute for them. I think they went their whole first quarter well, without scoring a touchdown. That's pretty awesome. Steve Sarkeesian is a terrible offensive coordinator. <laughs> and their kicker still sucks. They have a five-star kicker, and he still sucks. He still yep. misses his first field goal. So uh, it Alabama's going to be Alabama under Nick Saban. It doesn't matter. He's going to get him in line. Yeah. But still, playing Duke the first game of the season, you call that a big win? <laughs> Come on. Jokes. Uh, let's go into our more in-depth look at the Tulane versus Auburn game. Uh, it's going to be in Jordan-Hare at 6.30 in the evening. Night game. Uh, it's going to be a whiteout. It's going to be exciting to be back in Jordan-Hare. Uh, the, the, right now, I feel like Tulane is coming off uh, like a pretty good game against FIU. They put up 42 points, beat them by uh, 42 to 14. Uh, I feel like they're going to come in with some good confidence, thinking that they can come in Auburn and uh, maybe upset us. I mean, that's that's the biggest fear of mine right now is they probably have in their minds that they can probably come in and beat us um, right now. Do they watch that game on Saturday? Uh, they need to go back and watch the tape. I know, right? <laughs> they, they, they're they not going to be anything like Oregon's defense or Oregon's offense. That, I mean, even though I have to give it to Tulane, like the, the highlights and it looked pretty good from Tulane, at least this past week. They, that is true. They they put up some good numbers, um, and their How quarterback good is FIU, looked though? pretty decent. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't Florida really care too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about some of the uh, key players for Tulane uh, for this game. Uh, their quarterback uh, McMillan, he's going to be pretty decent. Like you can just tell, Justin McMillan. He last game threw for 199 yards, uh, had a couple touchdown passes. Uh, he's a grad transfer from LSU, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, he, he's obviously got some good talent, and uh, he's got a good touch on the ball as well. Um, so he could be a, a legit threat um, against our, our defense. Uh, but 
honestly, Kevin Steele is going to get these guys so ready. I, I, I think we can, we can pretty much hold them under wraps, uh, this game. Um, some other guys to keep an eye on, uh, their wide receiver who had the most yards from last week. Um, Darren Mooney, um, he uh, had 84 yards and one touchdown. Uh, their tight end also was pretty productive. He had 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, there was also a couple running backs that ended up uh, putting some good yards uh, down. Darius Bradwell uh, had 90 yards, almost a seven-yard average, and then Corey Dauphine. Um, so I think if we can shut down their running game, which from what I've heard, they're they like to run the ball. They need yeah, they had to like run the ball. Nine guys running the ball last week. Yeah, and they have to run the ball. Like if they don't run the ball, they're not going to be able to move their offense down the field. They they seem to be like a run first kind of team for um, sure. So if we can shut down the run game, and I think all Auburn fans will agree with me, saying we know that we can shut down their run game. If we can shut down Oregon's run game in the second half, we can sure as heck shut down uh, the two lane run game. Oh yeah, Tulane put up 350 yards on the ground against FIU, and Oregon couldn't put up 100 on us. They only got 90. Yeah. So when McMillan only throws for less than 200 yards, and they put up 42 points on FIU, I I feel we're going to probably bury this team pretty early in the first quarter. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, Let's go into our players to watch um, for Auburn. Who are going to be your guys on offense? We're going to do offense, defense, and special teams. Who Who's your guy to watch on offense um, coming into uh, this two-lane game? Uh, first guy on offense, this will be more in like the second quarter and maybe second half, is going to be Cam Martin. Okay. I want to be there in person when Cam Martin grows his horn, and maybe it'll be this game. So I want you're, him to, you're gonna buy that unicorn headband thing that you got. I'm bringing it with me, man. Saw. Do it. It is white. <laughs> it is white. I can wear it with a white out. That'd be awesome. And then uh, I want to watch the quarterback position. Yeah. Because I feel like besides Bo Nix, I, I think he's gonna have a solid first half, but then he's gonna go out, and so it's really gonna be a. I, I want us not to play kill the clock in the second half. Hmm. I want to see full play from the backups and I just, I want us to continue to run the offense and get real game experience. I hope and we so, get to the point in the second half. I just fear that it's going to be like a one or two score game. and We're going to keep our starters in there, which it may actually be a good thing that we get the first guys, a lot of reps, but like, I'm hoping like you, that second half, we can really get the backups in there and uh, put this game away early for sure. Who are your guys to watch on offense? So I'm going to be watching Seth Williams. And, and just for the sole sake of last game against Oregon, I felt like for the first half and three quarters of the game even, he was ineffective. He he couldn't get open. Maybe that was Bo just not eyeing him, but I highly doubt that. Just Bo, Bo has a, a pretty decent connection with Seth Williams. It was just, I don't know, maybe they were just putting their best guy on Seth Williams and shutting him down. Um, but I think that's a guy to watch, um, because I think he, he's very capable, obviously from last season and making some really great catches. Um, but I, I just want to see him, uh, this next game. Um, and then I'm going to have an honorable mention, um, of Prince Tega, Winogo. Yeah, that's how you say his last name, right? Winogo. Yep. Um, and he last game had a couple offsides, um, on the offensive line. 
And I, I want to see him improve from that. Um, those are just mental mistakes. You don't do that. Um, I want to see him get better um, and not cause any um, offense, offsides. Ben, who's your defensive guy to watch for Auburn uh, for this two-lane game? Uh, I'm going with the Javaris Davis watch, Ooh, and that's my nice. guy because uh, Javaris Davis, I I always keep an eye out on him, and this last game, uh, he stepped it up in the second half, but the first half was rough. So I expect him to come out of the gates hot, uh, put him on Mooney and shut him down, and I, I expect to see some good things from him, maybe even a pick. I would love that. Ha, huh, that would be awesome. It, it it could potentially happen. If they start airing it out a little bit, I feel like we're going to be able to figure this guy out. I mean, there's probably a reason he's a transfer from LSU. I don't I don't know what that is, but there's probably a reason and I'm hoping it's uh, we can we can get to him um in a way potentially for an interception. Uh the guy on defense that I'm going to really be looking at uh and I, I saw him do some really awesome things last week was KJ Brett. Um and I feel like his role potentially is is going to be the leader, one of the leaders on this defensive side of the ball at linebacker. And I really want to see him get that much better. Um he may be the guy that, that for the rest of the for the rest of the season, he's going to be a guy that we we talk about a lot. Um so I'm going to have KJ Britt on my watch list. Um let's talk about special teams. Ben, who are you going to be watching for special teams? Uh, I'm going to be watching Christian Tut. All right. uh, Christian Tut, he took back most of our punts this past game, and he did a great job at it. Uh, Christian Tut, really, on special teams and on defense, was all over the place. Fantastic. Played lights out. And I expect in this game him to still continue to take those punt returns. I think that the Green Wave is going to have to punt quite a few times, and I would love to see Christian Tut break one for a, a running touchdown into the end zone yeah, on special teams. Yeah, I mean, he was already averaging a good amount. I think it was like 14 yards or so uh, on punt returns. So, hey, just get a few more yards and he can break one. Uh, the guy I'm going to be looking at is uh, Mr. Australian Aaron. and uh, He, I feel like while he did have an average of 45 yards per punt, I felt like he he still allowed the punt returner to get a return. And that was something last year that we didn't, do a whole lot we didn't allow the guys to return too many big returns for punting so i i want to keep an eye on him because i hope he can either angle it away from the guy or get a little bit more airtime in it um just so we can get down the field a little bit quicker um and keep the guy from getting a huge 80 something yard return from a punt uh let's talk about our score predictions for this Tulane versus Auburn game. Uh, in the preseason, both you and I were pretty optimistic. Uh, I had Auburn winning by 40 points. Ben, you had them by 42 points. You also made another prediction that uh, Bo Nix would have five passing touchdowns. Uh, are you going to divert away from that? Just seeing uh, the way Tulane's playing so far uh, this season. Oh, I definitely think that we're going to beat him by 42 at least. The five touchdowns from Bo Nix, I don't know if that'll necessarily happen as far as passing goes, just because I expect us to get up pretty quickly and then run the ball a lot. So maybe I'll uh, I'll push back on the Bo five to Bo having three passing touchdowns. I think that's definitely okay. possible. Uh, I don't know if Gus would even let him continue to 
pass once we've already gotten up on the team by 21 or more. Nice. Uh, yeah. I do expect to see Gatewood play in the second half and maybe even uh, see him get a passing touchdown of his own now that he has a rushing touchdown. I think it would be very impactful for his overall career for sure. to be able to pad some stats. And I expect us to get up big in the first quarter, first half, and then have Gatewood play out uh, and maybe even see Cord in there for a little bit. That would be cool. Should so be a really to good get game. a guy like Cord back in there. Um, and I mean, I really do want, I just feel like because we didn't play Gatewood very much, I I'm almost now even more weary of Gatewood announcing before he, he has another, you know, four games like that. He, I don't know. I just feel like he might transfer and I, I feel like we just need to get him some significant playing time, um, in these games. And maybe we, we have again, more packages that we throw in there. Um, and start developing with Joey um, where we can really use his size. I mean, it was obvious that's why we put him in there and that that goal line uh, where he just jumped over the line and got the touchdown. I mean, it's because of his size, and I think we can use that. Uh, but also, I mean, he's a decent passer. So, I mean, it, that, that could be a great weapon um, to have him in there as well, um, get him some good play time. Um <sighs> I, I'm going to say that I'm going to correct it a little bit. Like and now just looking at Tulane and what they can do um, hmm. instead of having us win by 40 points, I'm going to lower that a little bit down and say, we're going to win by 28 points. Um, okay. I mean, it's, it's still obviously a four score win, but I think it, it's, it's still very manageable. And if we beat Tulane by 28 points, I mean, I feel like Auburn fans, you know, that's a good, good win. Hey, let's go into Kent state and uh do something very similar so uh i think that that could be a good way to get out of this game is uh by winning um by four scores um ben anything else what uh, for this game uh that you're expecting uh i expect the auburn faithful to to be there for the full first half i don't know about the second especially if it's a blowout like i'm expecting it to be and it's gonna be a late uh, one it will be it will be a late game, uh, first night game, first home game. It's it's going to be fun, and I just uh, I can't wait to see, you know, our entry videos, the the crowd to do our dance before the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, entry the eagle flying, man. It's it's just going to be good to be home. For it's sure. Going to be good to be home on the plains and to experience Auburn football once again in the 2019 season. Get to see this magic. I'm just stoked about it, man. Yeah, it should be a fun time. Um, ben, before we go, do you want to give people your social media so they can stay in contact with you? Yeah, you can find me anywhere on social media at B-E-N-K-1-N-G, and then follow me on game day at Captain Plainsman on Twitter. Yeah. Big time Auburn fan, Eric, Captain Plainsman, a.k.a. Ben King. His burner account. No, I'm just kidding. That's not his burner account. <laughs> My barner account. That's what it <laughs> is, baby. Yeah, it is barner. All account. barning all day. <laughs> um, and then you can find me on Twitter as well at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we 
believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?